Hey, you're listening to Chew On That, and here's what we're chewing on today. And the way we, we are around you, I mean, it's just something about it. Like, the way we can, we hold it differently, we treat it with care, we focus on it, we let people touch it, we don't let people touch it. There's something about new that just transfixes us and makes it go, that's great, it's new. And that's what I want to talk about today in a, in a message that I'm calling, I am new. Hey, welcome to Chew On That. I'm Nancy, and you're joining us for a podcast where we dig deeper into the most recent sermon from our current series happening at Life Church in Green Bay. This week, we're discussing a sermon from our series on the book of Ephesians. And this past Sunday, we actually had a special guest, Pastor Dallas, our kids' pastor, and he shared um, a message titled, I Am New. So we'll talk about some of that today with my very special guest doing jazz hands right now because she's so awesome. Um, My new bestie, Haley Felch. Hi, Haley. Hello, Nancy. I'm so excited that you're on the podcast today. I'm so excited too with my jazz hands and everything. I know. It's super fun. I think what's really fun is that I don't really know you that well and Mm -hmm. it's just been kind of like a couple different interactions that were like, okay, we need to. Because my husband is playing matchmaker. Yeah. So Haley's husband's an awesome photographer and he's been doing a lot of photography for the Life Church um, Instagram and social media and everything that we do here. And so it's been really fun to have him doing the photos. And then, um, yeah, he was like, you need to be friends with my wife. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> so now we're friends, Yeah, <laughs> which is really fun. It is. Um, but I'm excited to have this conversation with you because I don't really know you that well, yeah. besides like surface yeah. small talk and yeah. Um, drinking coffee and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it'll be really fun to kind of dig into what this message really talks about yeah. um, and becoming new and what that really looks like. Um, but before we get into that, share a little bit about who you are. Yeah. So my name is Haley Felch. Um, if you can't tell, I'm not from Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm originally so cool. from Texas. So I've been here um, three years. Oh, Wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's really hard these days to know well, like what yeah. year is what year. Because this past two years have just been like weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my husband is originally from here. We have been married um, for two, it'll be two years in March. And we have a little girl, yes. Olivia, and she's 11 months old. Like, which is just. Can you believe she's that old no. already? I just oh had her goodness. yesterday. Yeah, that's like, what it how feels is that like. A thing? Oh, I know. And then you see other people's babies and you're like, oh, I can't believe my baby was that tiny. <laughs> she's getting so big now. And oh. it's just like, you're like a little person. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. It's so fun though. It and is. you guys have a super fun, not that we're going to just talk sure. about you all day. <laughs> I mean, although it would be super fun to do that. Um, but you have a really fun wedding story too, yes. because you were supposed to get married in Texas. Yep. And then COVID And happened. then COVID was like, hello, <laughs> I'm here. And so we canceled our wedding um, in Texas and got married here um, at Gather on Broadway mm-hmm. in a 10-person ceremony. Oh, my gosh. So that was like, yeah, yeah. it was kind of one of those crazy, like, while it, I don't think we realized at the time, like, how nuts it was because right? we were just trying to, like, get, get through. through and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And then after it was over and, like, they did like a news story on us yeah. and like we were in the paper and all That's this so crazy fun. stuff. And we were, and now it's like looking back, it kind of feels like, I don't know. Like, like it feels real almost yeah, like you didn't very, realize it was going to be such a, a long lasting yeah. thing. I mean, it, too. So it was, yeah. it was just crazy. So my parents oh. drove up and um, we're here for the wedding, which was fun. And yeah. And yeah. And That's then we great. got, 
pregnant, had a baby. Had a baby, did all the things, all got the, a house. Yeah, yeah. We, we've done all the things yeah. like someone could do pretty yeah. much like in the past like two years. Oh my gosh, just <laughs> scrunch it all in yes, two exactly. years. We're like, why not throw yeah. it in? There's a pandemic, like let's just well get just it all done. Live in life to <laughs> yeah. the fullest yeah. all at once. And recently you you had been working full-time, right? Yep. Yep. And now you switched to being able to be home. I am. With, I'm a full-time yeah. stay-at-home oh. mom, which is... It's so funny because I never wanted to do that. Really? I mean, like, of course it's different when you don't have kids. Right, but I just and you don't like, really know. Yeah, I just thought like, I'll probably never want to do that. And even right after she was born, I still was like, I wanted to go back to work. Like, I, yeah. I loved my job and I was excited to go back to work. And then one day I was just like, wait, like, <laughs> I think I want to be home with her. Aww. And then I was like, kind of had like a crisis because I was like, who am I? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> oh. And yeah. So it was kind of like a weird thing to come to terms with. Right. But, but someone told me like people change and priorities change and that's yeah. okay. And that is okay. <laughs> yeah. And I think, uh, you know, this whole series in the book of Ephesians has really been focused on like what our identity is. Yep. And I think it's easy. I'm not implying that you did this, but sure. I think it's easy to put our identity in what we're doing. Yeah. And we'll actually talk about that towards the end of the podcast today. But um, we we tend to put our identity in like, well, this is what I do for a living. Yep. And so then when that changes, we're like, yeah. oh my gosh, wait, I mean, who what am you, I? What do you ask people when you meet them for the first time? Right. What's what do you name? do? Oh, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like, right. why do we do that? But we're so trained to be like, that's who they are. Right. What's your name? What do you do? Oh you know? my gosh, that's so true. But it's like, there's so much more. Yeah. Can you imagine if we answered those questions in a different light in yeah. saying like maybe characteristics of who we are yeah. and who we are in Christ too? Yeah. I can't imagine. What a different world having, that Can you be. imagine having that conversation? <laughs> Hi, I'm Nancy. Um, <laughs> I'm no, a Jesus I'm a, person. I'm a Jesus person. I'm a daughter. I'm a, you know, like yeah. I just can't imagine yeah. like kind of rattling off some of those things yeah. and like who we believe we are versus yeah. like well, I, I'm a marketing director at a church, you know? Yeah. It's just crazy. It is crazy. Which I feel like that's part of this transition for you mm -hmm. going from being a full-time employee yeah. um, to being able to be home. Yeah. And and I find myself sometimes saying I'm just, you know, which right. then you limit, you yeah. limit like what that means. Yeah. And I think it does mean so much more than saying, I think like, I've I'm just myself a stay before home saying, yeah, I just stay home. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, what do I mean? No, just like that's a huge, important yeah, role. Yeah, it is. And I, I had a friend say like, because the job that I had previously, um, I worked at a medical um, facility Okay, and I was like, it's, I think it was a hard thing for me because I did love my job. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's, we do such important things, you know? Mm -hmm. And she was like, you're going to be doing the most important thing. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, Ooh, ooh. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're right. This is the most important yeah. thing <laughs> to be home and raise your daughter. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so awesome. There was something else I wanted to touch on that you said, and now I'm not remembering what it was. So let's get into the yeah. first clip and then we'll kind of see where we go from there. Okay. There are a few things that I think Paul's challenged us to walk out in our new life because really what Jesus has done, we are now new. We are new believers. We are new creations. We are new. And so, so what he's saying in these chapters and what's so important when it comes down to is how do we walk out that new life? Not just accept it, but walk it through. And here's number one. I am new because my mind is new. Mm, easier said than done sometimes. <laughs> so good though. Such a good so reminder. Good. Yeah. There's, Go ahead. No, you go ahead. We <laughs> were just, just saying, talking about like awkward pauses. Right. Or both like of us talking pauses. and then yeah. no one talking. <laughs> go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, it's so, 
as as like easy as that is, like when you hear it, you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, like I'm new. But just like mm-hmm. you said, like how hard that is because I feel like as like humans, like we're just so hard on ourselves yeah. and like let the things that we've done or decisions that we've made kind of like feel like that's what, that's how we think of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And when we think about being new and how all of those things, all of those decisions, all of those, whatever are gone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as humans, like that's such a hard concept for it us is. to just let go of those things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to let go of that and, and like almost, which we've talked before on this podcast and others about journey to wholeness, but it's a lot about like retraining your brain yeah. because one of the words that's kind of been in my head a lot recently is default because that's kind of what we do. Like we'll default to like a cycle that we've gone through before or a certain way of thinking um, that might not be productive and might not be um, what we should be focusing on. Yeah. But I feel like with this, you know, I am new because my mind is new. Yeah. Um, really being intentional about that and being able to to stop yourself yeah. in your tracks and be like, why am I thinking this? Yeah. Is this just what I've always thought? Or is this really what I should be thinking? Yeah. Um, There is a quote that Pastor Dallas shared from Joyce Meyer, too, um, that says, I believe many people think they don't have a choice about their thoughts, but you can think on purpose, positive thoughts or negative thoughts. If a negative thought comes into your head, you can cast it down and begin to renew your mind with the word of God. Yeah. And how true that is that we we can make that choice Mm -hmm. on our own. And I think, too, it's being intentional about like, yeah, like you may not always have like your your go-to might not be, especially when you're trying to retrain your brain, it mm-hmm. may not initially be a positive thought. Mm-hmm. But if you can catch yourself and say, wait, wait a second. I know that I'm new. Yeah. And like, even if you think that, like you said, cast it down. Mm-hmm. Because I actually just finished Journey to Wholeness. Yeah. And this is not a plug for Journey to Wholeness, but I everyone mean, should do it. A, yeah, <laughs> everyone should do it. Shameless plug. Um, it's like, it's so funny how we like, and I know I've, I've been so guilty of this as someone who has dealt with like anxiety and things like Mm. that. Like when I have those thoughts of just like sinking into it and not being intentional about like stopping myself and saying, okay, wait a second, how can I reframe this? Mm -hmm. You know? And that's such a hard thing to do, but it can be done, but you have to be intentional about it. Mm -hmm. And I think like, it's easier to just be like, yeah, well, that's just how I am. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So true. Like that is our go-to. Yeah. Well, that's you know, just me. I have anxiety. Just, yeah. Like that's just mm-hmm. who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. And granted, like I, that's not who I am. Right. You know? Right. It's and like that something might be a that part. I, yeah. Something I deal with, but mm-hmm. it's not who I am. Right. But once you're aware of that, mm-hmm. which is really the purpose of Journey to Wholeness is like a personal inventory and a personal responsibility and awareness of where you're naturally going and then what you want that to change like this, you can think on purpose. Um, There was a a life group and I've probably talked about it on different podcasts too, but um, Oh, I can't remember the the name of it. It's the Jenny Allen one. You just did it as a a Bible study. I Um, think on you version, stopping the stop the spiral or something like that. I can't think of what it was, but that's what what it is is where it's like, if you, if you can capture that, Mm -hmm. that first thought, Mm -hmm. And instead of spiraling downward into like the spiral of negative thinking, if you can capture that first thought and go upward to what God says is true and to, 
to compare everything against the word, then you'll go a different direction. Yeah. So if you can stop the the spiral of of thinking negatively like that, I was just going to read Romans um, twelve two. Do not copy the behavior or the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn and know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Um, so just reiterating the fact that you can change the way you think yeah. um, because God says that we're new, yeah. we're a new creation. Um, there's there's another quote that I read the other day. I wanted to ask your opinion on this. Okay. It was, um, anything, anything you're not changing, you're choosing. I like, just got chills. Right? Because <laughs> like not changing something is still a choice. Yeah. And I just feel like if you're I don't I don't know. I mean that's that's tough to It's kind of a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard a pill to swallow. <laughs> yeah. Because then you think about what you what you are choosing. Yeah. Or what you maybe choose not to change. Yeah. I mean, like you said, anything you're we we always have a choice. Mm-hmm. And so like to think about like we were saying with like having those thoughts and just being like, well, that's who I am. Like, that's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. I know. And, I, and when I heard it, I was kind of like, oh, I don't, oh, like it kind of burns ooh, a conviction. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that's good. Yeah. Maybe that means that I need to think about it more yeah. and pray on it and think, okay, what are the things that I'm, yeah, that I sure. am choosing because yeah. I'm not choosing to change it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My focus was on how much, not what actually was reading. Like that was the focus. And that's why I mean by don't read too much. Don't get into the mindset of just completing, finishing, checking. I mean, I love the version app. I really, really do. But there's times that it'll say, hey, this is a streak you have. And you love to talk about the streak. Like, have you seen my streak lately? I'm in the hundreds now. I mean, it's like, and you talk about this streak, but sometimes the focus can be on the streak than actually reading the word. And so sometimes you just have to stop and say, okay, I just need to read enough to understand. I need to read enough so that I'm actually absorbing the wisdom of God's word. <laughs> I feel like we can all resonate with that. Yes, for sure. <laughs> okay, tell me about your like Bible reading routine. Because I know that you like thrive on consistency. I yes. feel like just following you on Instagram, even I can tell that you have routine. Yes. So what's that I like? I love a good routine. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. Cause when pastor Dallas was talking about that, I, I have a habit tracker on my phone. Oh. Um, and one of my things that I do every morning yeah. is like my daily Bible reading. Um, and I've caught myself so many times just like scrolling through it and be like, mm. okay, done, mm. you know, just yeah. because like, and I also, I love checking things off my, <laughs> my to-do list. And so I think like a lot of times I'm doing it just to do it. Mm -hmm. And then like, I feel guilty because I'm like, what, what did I even just like, what was this about? Yeah. You know, I wasn't like paying attention and focusing on it. Mm -hmm. And I think like, it's, it's like, it's such a weird thing, like as humans that we're just like, okay, yeah, cool. Got it done. Next, I did it. you know? Yeah. Um, so like, sorry to go back to your question. Um, my, it's funny cause now I'm trying to find my new routine. Yeah. Um, so usually what I try to do is I wake up, drink my pre-workout mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> and while I'm waiting for it to kick in, I do my, um, like my prayer journal. Yeah. Um, and then I do, I have like a little gratitude journal and it just asks three oh, questions cool. like, you know, what's one good thing that happened today? What's one, who's one person that you're thankful for and why? Yeah. And I can't think of the other question right That's now. That's cool. Though. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It takes like, you know, 
three minutes. Isn't that funny too? Like sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, this is like daunting. It's yes. going to take so long, but it doesn't have no, to. It's super yeah. easy. And it's, I, there's a quote on the back of that journal that says like, I forget what the, what the statistic is, but it's like, you know, if people take five minutes a day, um, to write three things that they're mm-hmm. thankful for, like it's shown that they like, it changes their attitude yeah. about, about things and like changes their behavior. Um, anyway, so yeah, I do my prayer journal and then I do my gratitude journal and then I do whatever my, I usually am doing like a U version. Um, yeah. Like a Bible study, Bible study or yeah. something. Yeah. And those are really nice because sometimes they're short, mm-hmm. um, or sometimes they have videos yep. or, um, they'll include like a prayer or something. Yes. And I've done those with friends before, which is really fun yeah. because then you kind of get into like discussions yeah. and stuff. And then it, it helps you to really chew on it, yeah. pun intended, because that's the name of this podcast, <laughs> in case you didn't realize that. Um, because then it, it makes you think about it longer than just reading it and checking it yeah. off the list. Because yeah. I found myself doing the same thing. I'll read the verse of the day, and then I'll read my you know, my Bible plan that I'm doing. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, I read it. And I cool. read the whole, I read the whole scripture that went with the study. But then I'm like, mm, what did I actually And you know what's so funny? I that? even catch myself well, sometimes on certain studies, like when it has like a scripture reference that's really yeah. long. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> and I'm like, it's literally like, it's the length of my phone, which yeah. is not big, it's you not know? And I'm bad. like, oh my gosh, this is so long. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, that's... And this is like, you know, five minutes of my day. And right. I'm like, I think I can afford. Yeah. And <laughs> when you realize like, it's such a, like a time commitment, it's not that big of a time commitment no. for what it will do for your right. day. Right. Because really grounding yourself at the beginning of the day like that, yeah. I can tell when I put my, when I put that first on my schedule, um, what my day is like, because then yeah. that's at the forefront of my mind. And yeah. even just to have that thinking and that thought process at the beginning of the day makes such a big difference. One of the things that Pastor Dallas said, the three notes that he said about things to remember when it comes to reading God's word, he said, don't read too much, don't read too little, and don't be afraid to read something twice. I love that he said, don't read too much because sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, I have to read the whole Bible in 90 days. And then I'm going to be able to say that I finished the whole Bible in 90 days. Yeah, It's not doing anything for you. you know, ribbon for you. Yeah, exactly. You get the the fancy badge yeah. or something on the YouVersion app. Don't read too little um, because then you might miss out on the context yeah. of the scriptures that you're looking at. And then don't be afraid to read something twice um, to really digest what it's about. And he said, um, absorbing the wisdom of God versus absorbing what everybody else is telling you. Because what in what ways can you really take that in besides Sunday morning church? or maybe your devotional, if you're not doing that on purpose, then you'll just be filled up with everything else that's around. So I really loved his three points because it's encouraging and he's our kids pastor. And so it's really, really simple. And I love the simplicity of it because I feel like sometimes we over. Oh yeah. Overthink. I loved those three points, but I loved when he talked about, you know, when, when you read the verse of the day Mm -hmm. and how like, you know, we don't know what came before that or what Mm -hmm. came after that. And I think like, Again, it just seems like such a simple thing, but I was just like, oh, that's really good because like you read something and you, you don't know the context of it. And yeah. so it's hard to like understand really like the depth of what that verse means when mm-hmm. you don't know what came before it or came after it. Mm-hmm. So like, I love that simple, like read the verse before it, read the verse after yeah. it, read the chapter that it's in and it'll really make a lot more sense and you'll be able to apply it yeah. versus just be like, okay, cool. This is the verse today. I read it <laughs> and now I know it. <laughs> that's so true. And I think too, um, 
just the example of doing some of those things for your kids or for your family or your spouse. Um, not that you're doing it to, to sh- like to yeah. one up them sure. by any means, but I feel like to encourage my oldest daughter is 13. And so I'll encourage her to open the U version app in the morning and read the verse of the day, yeah. but then to take it to that next level or to do a Bible study with her yeah. and just encourage her that there's more to it than memorizing Romans 12 too, yeah. and doing the little doodle. She got a new Bible oh. and it has like coloring on the side. Oh, yeah. And so it's really cute and it helps her to remember certain scriptures. Yeah. Um, but to just encourage like that it's enough to read that verse and it's enough to um, really comprehend it mm-hmm. and like absorb it yeah. instead of feeling like you just have to rush through and do everything. Yeah. So, so many good things there. I am new because my habits are new. What verse 21 and 22 says in Ephesians 4 says, since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deceit. And the best way to remove bad habits is to replace them with good ones. I am new. Habits, habits, So good. The best way to replace bad habits is to find new ones. What would you say about that? Like what what are some bad habits that you have? (laughs) I... One of the things that I decided, like when I, once I was home, Mm -hmm. I was like, when I get up in the mornings, I'm not going to turn on the TV. Yeah. Like, and that is, that is a very, which sounds so silly, but that's a really hard thing because I have a hard time with like quiet. Mm -hmm. Like if I, you know, I'm the first one up and the house is really quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I just need like, let me just turn the TV on. Just to have noise. Right. Mm -hmm. And then. But I, but I know that if I do that, then I'm going to sit down on the couch and then I'm going to get into <laughs> whatever the show is. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm not going to do my Bible study or right. I'm not going to, you know, get my things done. That and you then, need to do. Right. Yeah. And it's such a like simple thing, but I think, you know, replacing like something like turning the TV on when I first get up with just like being intentional about the first thing I do after I drink my pre-workout. Yeah is, is do my devotion, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think like, it's so, (laughs) this is so funny. Humans are so, I think I've said humans like 17 times. Oh, that's okay. talking. Just keep saying. But we are so simple. Mm -hmm. Like when, when you really like, I mean, we're complex in a lot of ways, but we're also like super, super simple, Mm -hmm. you know, and really predictable. (laughs) Yeah. Really predictable. (laughs) You know? And so like, I think, thinking about those replacing bad habits mm-hmm. with good habits, like sounds like such a silly thing, but like, it's a hard thing to do for us, It is, which seems so silly, you yeah. know? But I think like, and I'm sure we'll get into this, but like when he said, um, nature is who we are, habits are what we do. Yes. Or I probably butchered that, but yeah. something, no, something but same like idea. that. Yeah. And it's, and it's so funny how easily we get into habits mm-hmm. and how like, Obviously, it's a habit, so it's not nature. It's right. not something that we've always done. Right. But somewhere, somewhere along we the picked way, it up. We've picked it up, and mm-hmm. now it's just like so natural for us to do that. Yeah. And you're just like, like I'll catch myself doing things sometimes, and but I'm why like, am I doing where did this? I even like? Where yeah. did this come from? Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes you, you most of the time you don't even know. Right. You can't even like pinpoint. 
why, why you, you started it or like yeah. when it started, yeah. you know, it just seems like, Oh, I've just always done that. It's mm-hmm. just what I do. And like thinking about that, like we have the power, well, we have the power through Jesus right. to change those habits mm-hmm. and make, make them new. You know, we, we can have new habits, but we have to, right. we have to be intentional about it. We have it. to do it on purpose. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, th- I love the idea of finding or, or thinking about what one bad habit is and swapping it with something else. Yeah. Like even for me, and not that it's like bad, like, you know, I mean, I drink, I drink a lot of coffee. So <laughs> I, I um, started the habit of going to get coffee every morning yeah. and my husband's like, you're you're spending like a lot of money on it's coffee like, every morning. So, um, <laughs> um, but I've realized that it's not even the coffee that my have my habit isn't even about the drink yeah. at this point. My habit is about getting out of the house on time, yep. being able to run in to see people and say yeah. hi to everybody and, you know, get my fix of like people, yeah. <laughs> peopling. Cause I like people. Yeah. And then I, I also get a coffee sure. and then I also have time driving in the car that I can, you know, have extended conversations, you know, while I'm driving. And so I've realized that not necessarily a bad habit, but the habit isn't even about the drink. So I'm like, okay, maybe in the new year I should not do coffee anymore. But then I'm thinking, oh, but then I'm going to miss like all of the other things (laughs) that that come with that, that, you know? Um, But even just thinking about what, what that could look like as a better habit, like maybe I'm not drinking that kind of coffee or maybe I'm starting my day off at home differently, or maybe I'm finding that time uh, to connect with people in a different way, you know? So I think um, just being able to kind of pick apart and like, I know this is a, this is very much a journey to wholeness thing, but like take an inventory of some of the things that, that you do or that you um, do that has become natural um, that you're like, Oh, I guess that is a habit. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not a good habit or, um, having dessert before bed, you know, and we're going to be fasting in the new year. Yeah. Are you going to be fasting with yes. us? Okay. Yes. That's exciting. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. <gasps> I didn't do it last year yeah. um, because I was pregnant. You're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit different. Um, and so I'm excited to do it this year because I did it. We did it the first year that yeah. we started coming to life church and then didn't do it last year. So I'm excited to do That's it. That's what year. I was going to ask you yeah. um, earlier oh, was yeah. how long you've been coming to life church. Yep. Um, so I moved here in January of 2019. Okay. Um, just like, you know, right in the midst of winter yeah. and all the things yeah. um, <laughs> from Texas and Austin, um, my husband had been, he visited life church like a couple weeks before I moved here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Cause we had talked about like, we both, we both grew up, um, you know, like going to church and, yeah. and kind of like living quote unquote that life. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, we'd gotten away from that. Um, and we both had talked about, we wanted to get back into yeah. church and he had a friend who went here. Um, and so he went and checked it out and he called me in the parking lot and he was like, yeah, this, this is, is it. it. This is it. Uh, um, so, so I, great. yeah, so it was so cool. So I came to visit, um, before I moved here and then, yeah, we came and I moved here in January of 2019 and we both started serving like two weeks later. Right and like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like Which, all the things. Talk about that a little bit because I think that serving is like the next level of being able to meet other Jesus people that you really connect with. And you serve in the coffee team, yes, right? I think one of the best teams, (laughs) in my opinion. I mean, that and creative. Yeah, exactly. We're going to shameless plug anything here. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was really important, especially for me, because I didn't know anyone. Yeah. Like I only knew Austin, right? <laughs> you know? Right. And so I think, I mean, obviously I, like I had a job and I got to know people there, but I think, um, 
as someone who had a lot of friends, like when mm-hmm. I left Texas, that was hard for me. Um, obviously I was like sad to leave my family, but I think I was really sad to leave my friends because I had like so many good friends. Like Austin's yeah. always like, my goodness, you have so many <laughs> friends. I'm like, I just, Sorry. I don't know. It's just how I, I am, yeah. you know? Um, and so that was really important for me because once I started serving on the coffee team, like those people are all still like really huge parts of my life. Yeah. Like they're really good friends of mine. And I, you know, and it's hard. I think sometimes people feel like, in a church this size Mm -hmm. that you're just kind of like passing through, like, or you're just a number or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, it is hard to get to know people if you aren't serving on a team of some kind, because there are a lot of people here. Um, But I think like getting plugged into a team, like whether that's creative Mm -hmm. or coffee or or whatever, security facilities. Yeah. I mean, so many kids, you're going to have a hard time, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, But once you get plugged into one of those teams, I think it's like makes such an impact, you know? And I just think so many times, like if I hadn't, like I, I don't know who I would like, Mm-hmm. I have some friends outside of, but I feel like the majority of my friends are people from life church. Right. And I, and it was, it's so weird to think like how different my life would look without them, without them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even like our wedding, you know, we, we could only have 10 people oh. and that was hard right. to like limit it, narrow it down, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, yeah. but like Adam and Timberland, yeah. like right. they were at our wedding, you know? And like, I wouldn't have met them because I, because I wasn't plugged in, you know, if I hadn't met them, it would be totally different. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, it's such a cool way to like meet people who are like you Mm -hmm. or not like you sometimes. Um, but who are Jesus people and who can really like be a huge part of your Jesus journey. I think it's so important that you can connect with them on a different level Mm -hmm. just because you know that you're all on the same page. You know, you're all trying to improve and you're all trying to hold each other accountable. Yeah. To all of the things that, like, I feel like with with my team of people, with our team, we can, even just as a staff, because we're all on the same page, we know we can all kind of mm-hmm. link arms. And yeah. and even with the fast, I think that's the part that I'm the most excited about yeah. with doing the fast, because doing the fast on your own is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can be. It, it's hard. Because it's a struggle. There's a struggle. Yeah. And it's meant to. Like, it's yeah, meant that's, to that's be. That's the point of it. That's the point. You're <laughs> denying your, yourself of the pleasures or of things that you don't need because right. God should be filling all of that. Yeah. And so I feel like doing the fast with everybody is is makes it more fun mm-hmm. and uh, helps us all to know, like, what are we fasting for? What are we praying for? How can we pray for each other? And just having that team and having that group mentality um, in in creating those habits and in creating like what that looks like going into the new year, I think just, you know, sets us off on the right foot. I mean, when I did the fast the first year, um, I remember like being at work and people were like, wait, what are you doing? And like, I was very, I was very fortunate to work with a lot of Jesus people. And so like, there was that level more of like understanding, but still like they weren't doing it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of like not, it's not relatable to yeah. them, you know, yeah. but when you have people who are doing it with you mm-hmm. or on a day that you're struggling or you're just like, I really want yeah. you know, some cheese or whatever, <laughs> right. whatever right. it is you're fasting mm-hmm. and you can text them and be like, girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they can remind you of, how important it is, how yeah. necessary it is, Why what we're the benefits doing it. are. Yeah. yeah. And how, yeah. What, what the whole point is yeah. in doing it. And hopefully 
like replacing, you know, like this, this last clip was replacing bad habits. And I think that in, in the scripture that he read, Ephesians 4, 21, he said, throw, it says, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life. And when he explained that, he was like, throw it off. Like I was just gonna say, I love how animated Pastor so Dallas is, and he was just like, like no one can see. Like it me, looked but it like, was just like Whoa, he was just like throw it off. Yeah, like it looked like he was gonna jump off the stage. Yeah. Like he leaned in front of the podium and yeah. like threw his hands up and was like, just throw it. Like, yeah. like not just casting or like put it down. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, throw just throw it. Yeah, don't just set it aside yeah. to pick it up later where yeah. it's convenient. Throw it yeah. so that it's like it almost becomes forgotten yeah. that that bad habit it's becomes like It's not as like easy a, to pick mm-hmm. it back up. Yeah, because you want it, you want it to be far so away. Really far. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like going into the fast and going into 2022, which my goodness, my brain, I, I'm like, what year is it? I don't know. <laughs> but going into 2022, we can we can do that on purpose yeah. and we can really throw off those bad habits. And what are some of those bad habits that you're going to literally throw away mm-hmm. and leave in 2021 mm-hmm. and like, like cut the cord, yeah. <laughs> you know, like Nip it in the bud. <laughs> yeah. No more. Am I going to this yeah. and, and really make that declaration because once you, once you say that and claim that, then you can move forward with a new way of thinking and a new way of life and new habits, yeah. which kind of ties into this next clip. It says truly righteous and holy. And holy means to be set apart, to be different, to be pure. And I know some of you guys are going, whoa, that's not me. I'm not that person. I'm not truly righteous. I'm not holy. I'm, I'm far from that. But the focus shouldn't be on doing, because sometimes when we go, you need to do this, you're like, okay, I'll do it. I'm gonna start doing it. I'm gonna start being that person. It shouldn't be doing, it should be surrendering. Meaning, if you right now, if I say, God says you're truly righteous and holy, and you're going, that's not me, then you need to surrender to God and claim what God's called you to be. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Preach it, Pastor Dallas. Preach it. (laughs) Say it again. Um, the goal, the part that stood out to me in that last clip was that the goal shouldn't be doing, it should be surrendering. Mm, That's so good. I think, you know, we're so quick to say like, well, even like he said, I'm not that Mm -hmm. I'm not holy. I'm not righteous. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but Jesus says that we are like, are we calling him a liar? <laughs> right. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> you know, wrong. like you're wrong. Actually, yeah, actually yeah, that's incorrect. <laughs> um, I mean, of course by, by ourselves, we aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, but like as Jesus people, he says that we are, that mm-hmm. we are made new, that we are holy and righteous. Um, and I think that's like another one of those, like it's, it's a hard thing to learn. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause even I remember when, like when he said that in the message on Sunday, like I was like, oh, but like, I'm not, you know? And, but like we are, are. and that's part of that identity Mm -hmm. of like, who am I? I'm holy and righteous. And there's nothing wrong with saying that and declaring that that's what it says in, in, uh, what he was referring to as Ephesians 4, 24, uh, well in 23 says, and continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. This is the amplified version and put on the new self created in God's image in the righteousness and holiness of the truth, living in a way that expresses to God, your gratitude for your salvation. 
So really it just means that as you're living out. for salvation. Yeah. Like put that in your gratitude journal, (laughs) you know, because are you living in a way that is, that you're showing your gratitude towards God and, and just, that's like a, that's a very much a humility thing, like recognizing that. Um, but what I was, the other thing that I was noticing in that was that when we compare doing versus surrendering, Um, doing, I was going over this a little bit this morning, doing makes me think of, um, trying to like do all of the things and check all of the boxes. And that's very much a state of us being in control of making sure that we look good or that we've accomplished everything on the list. Um, but when you're surrendering, you're, you're doing the opposite of that and you're releasing control. And you're, and you're recognizing that you're not the person in control. And so I feel like the big difference between doing and surrendering is, is who's in control of what you're doing, you know? And like, we should know by now that when we're in control, like it doesn't work, it doesn't work. (laughs) And you'd think we would learn by now, but we we haven't. (laughs) No. And I think is like, so for me, like I'm a very type a personality, um, bless my husband, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I do, I need to be in control. I need to know the plan. I need to know mm-hmm. what's going on. You know, like that's, that is how my mind works. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, that is really hard when it comes to your Jesus journey sometimes, because as someone who likes to be in control, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, nah, I, I got this. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. I got this. I'll but take like, care of I it. don't. <laughs> You know, and so like learning to surrender that and say, I don't have this Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. And like, just, I loved Pastor Dallas when he was talking about like actually raising his hands up and saying like, this is surrender. Mm -hmm. Like how powerful that is. Take your hands off. Yeah. Like your your hands need to be up high. So you have no control. Mm -hmm. And like, I just love that, that like idea, you know, and like, especially how, like in worship. Mm-hmm. how you're raising your hands up and saying like, I surrender, you're in control and like how freeing that is. Cause I, I know there've yeah. been times in my life where like, when I realize, okay, I'm like, I have been trying to be in control this mm-hmm. whole time. And when I realize that and say, okay, nope, like I need to let go, let go and let God let go and let God. Yeah. And like how freeing that feels mm-hmm. to truly like surrender that and just say, okay, you have this, right? It's not for me to carry. And how much peace that brings mm-hmm. to your, to your life. Mm-hmm. And, and it reminds me of just conversations about anxiety. We think that us being in control is, is going to make things better because, well, if I know this and if I know that, and if I can adjust this plan to this. adjust that and mm-hmm. plan it and get this done, then it's going to work. But really, it's the opposite. Time has proven that that <laughs> yeah. doesn't work. That's not how it works. It's not. That's that's just not what happens. No. So it feels counterproductive mm-hmm. to let go of something mm-hmm. and just let things play out. Yeah. But I mean, and even in scripture, it says like if you if you let that go and cast your cares, yeah. then then that's when you can really see God moving in your life. And I I love that you brought up the worship thing because. Um, that was such a great point that he made. And and the other part that I love about that is sometimes we um sometimes we choose worship songs because we need to sing those lyrics yeah. and we need to claim that. Yeah. And we need to we need to just 
yeah, claim it and declare it that we are releasing control. Yeah. Uh, or you are, or uh, I am who you say I am. Yeah. Or surely love and mercy and goodness will follow me. Like yeah. we need to believe those things. And so when we can really let go and surrender, mm-hmm. that's actually what brings us peace. Yeah. You know, versus Not running around doing all the things. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing when we keep talking about anxiety, but you know, I think like a lot of times, like for me personally, you know, like I'll feel anxiety for like, there's not a particular like reason. I'm not like, mm. oh, I'm worried about this. So I'm anxious, you know, like I'll have anxiety sometimes just because, and I don't know what that reason is. So like, I think those times, especially there's nothing I can do because there isn't like a one task that's Mm -hmm. like making me anxious, you know? And so I think those times more than ever is when I have to like really surrender because there's nothing, nothing that I can do period. But especially in those scenarios, that's going to make me feel better. There's Mm -hmm. no task or items or whatever that I can check off. That's going to make me less anxious. Yeah. So like, that's been a hard thing for me to learn is like, okay, I'm feeling anxious and I don't know why. Yeah. Like I just, I need to let this go, Mm -hmm. you know? And obviously that's easier said than done. And you have to be really intentional about that. But I think realizing how little power we actually have, (laughs) even though we feel like we have a lot sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, but like, realistically we don't. Right. Yeah. I mean, which thank goodness. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Can you imagine if we were left to our own? (laughs) Right. I mean, and I think too, and I've had this conversation several times with people recently. I don't know how people live in this world Mm. and don't have like any kind of faith. Mm -hmm. Like that makes me so sad Mm -hmm. because I like, it's hard. Right. And I am a Jesus person and it's hard. And it's hard. So like, I can't imagine not feeling like there's some sort of purpose or higher calling or or whatever, you know, like I can't imagine how like lonely that must feel. So like having something to cling to or to, or to let be in control. Yeah. I mean like, Oh, that's just like, that's something that's like really hard for (laughs) me to wrap my mind around. Like Mm -hmm. I can't imagine how difficult that must be, you know? Yeah. That's really interesting. I, I just heard about a book that I think is titled something to the effect of like, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Yeah. And I'm like, oh gosh, yeah, I don't either. Because yeah. like I need I need something to hold on to yeah. and to hang my hat on. Yeah. And and know that um I don't have to control everything. And I yeah. shouldn't and I can't. Mm-hmm. Even as much as we try yeah. to just do all of the things. We don't learn very yeah. very easily. We, and, and you know, it's it's funny. Um Pastor Keith, he does the podcast, you know, every couple of weeks mm-hmm. as well. Um he, he has said that before, like what lesson, what lesson is, is God trying to teach us that we're not, that we're not catching like, on okay, to let's try this again. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought that in this scenario, you realize that you're not in control. So let's try it again. Right. Oh, you still don't realize that you're okay. not in control. Okay. Try it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what lesson are we, what lesson is God trying to teach us yeah. that maybe is recurring? Mm-hmm. That's something that we need to just you know, wrap our heads around yeah. and recognize that, okay, this is something that I have to learn. And maybe that's, maybe that is surrender. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is letting go. So, um, yeah, I, I love all of these things. I feel yeah. like we could, you know, talk, talk for another, <laughs> we could talk for another hour, <laughs> Yeah, but you know, our time is kind of wrapped up yeah. and I, and I went through all the clips that I had. Um, and I just loved each of those topics. I feel like there's so many like little golden things from each yeah. of them, even just like, 
what it looks like to read scripture, what it looks like to replace some habits and how important that is. And then just being really intentional about your mindset and, you know, what that looks like in your life and in daily situations of like being able to call that out and, and starting your day with, with on the right foot. I'm really glad you were here today. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. And thank you guys for joining us today on this episode of Chew On That. If you enjoyed this episode um, or if you think somebody that you know may benefit from some of the topics that we talked about, share the link to this podcast on your social media. And we would also love it if you rate and review the podcast so that more people can be exposed to the life-giving message of Jesus. I'm Nancy. We can't wait to talk with you again next time. Woo-hoo. Whoop, whoop. <laughs>